of the ring. Fire, help me out. exalt your name. We magnify your name. We are here because of you. We are here for you. We are here because you permitted it. Thank you for ordering our steps. Reveal yourself unto us. Let your glory be revealed. Let your power be manifest. Let all flesh see it. Thank you, Father, for that which you have already done. You are forever the lamp on the throne. You are the sovereign Lord. You are the Lord and you change not. You do whatever pleases you. 
Father, we say, have your way in our midst. Have your way. Let your spirit move unhindered. Let your will be done. Let your purpose be fulfilled. And only your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the almighty God. Uh, I want to welcome you once again to Jesus House Toronto. And um, uh, many years back, the Lord gave us a word that this location would be the joy center. Amen. The Bible says in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. So when you come into the joy center, your joy will be full. And your joy will not expire in Jesus' name. And there are pleasures forevermore at his right hand. So my prayer is that whenever you come, you will never, never live empty-handed in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, today, we, this is the very first Sunday in the month of March. And we want to thank God for enabling us to see this month. Uh, we're still continuing with the theme that the Lord has given unto us, uh, building the right foundations. And we know the foundations are important. The Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11 verse 3, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So that scripture lets us, and many other scriptures lets us know that the foundation is important. And the scripture says, there is no other foundation that can be built on than that which is built on the Lord Jesus Christ. My prayer is that your foundation will be built upon the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the month of March. And uh, we thank God that uh, the weather is changing. And what the Lord ministered to me, I don't know whether you are here or online, but as this weather is changing, the Lord says, I should tell you, your story will change. I say, your story will change in the name of Jesus. And it will change for the better. Amen. Your today will be better than yesterday. And your tomorrow will be greater than today. In the mighty name of Jesus. You don't have to wait. I want to encourage you begin to thank God. If you know yourself and you are desirous of having a changed situation, don't wait until you see. The Bible says uh, that as we believe, we see. Whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received it, then you will have it. Amen? Uh, so we are not going to be putting the cart before the horse. Uh, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. The Bible says in Luke chapter 1 verse 45, Blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of that which has been promised from above. Your, your believing God is important. The Bible says that for with God, nothing shall be impossible, even your situation. Even your circumstance, it will not be impossible for God. Because there's nothing God cannot do. But Jesus Christ says something profound. It says, nothing shall be impossible to him that believes. So when you believe, you connect into nothing shall be impossible with God. And you become part of it. And you become blessed by it. I pray that will be your portion in Jesus' name. What we want to do is to just thank God. We, God has been so good. There are things we are aware of. There are things we are not aware of. There are things that we know. There are things we do not know. There are big things, small things. We just want to appreciate him. The Bible says there's a protocol. The Bible says, come before his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. That is the protocol. 
And today, being our very first Sunday and our Thanksgiving Sunday, we want to ensure that our protocol, uh, as laid out by the scripture, is carefully adhered to. Amen? Uh, so we'll just be, I title this, Thank God. Thank God. I don't know who you are. Don't wait until you see. Uh, the word says, seeing is believing. But the scripture says, believing is seeing. As you believe the word of God, you will see what God has promised you in Jesus' name. I want us to quickly look at scripture, Isaiah 41. Isaiah 41, reading from verse 17 to 20. Isaiah 41, verse 17 to 20. Isaiah 41, verses 17 to 20. Thank God. The Bible says, the poor and needy seek water, but there is none. Their tongues fill for thirst. I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. 18 says, I will open rivers in desolate heights and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. 19 says, I will plant in the wilderness the cedar and the acacia tree, the mytel and the oil tree. I will set in the desert the cypress tree and the pine and the box tree together. 20 says, that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this and the Holy One of Israel has created it. You know, when, when God does this, it's for him to take the glory. It's for his will to be done. When God blesses or changes your story, it's not just for you, it's for all to see. So that your testimony will provoke the faith of others. Jesus Christ said to Simon, 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 Satan has asked to sift you as a wheat. But I have prayed for you. And when that your faith will not fail. And when you are converted, you will strengthen your brethren. So you can see the power of your testimony. Your testimony will strengthen the brethren. And that's why the Bible says we overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. Because your testimony will strengthen the brethren. Your testimony will provoke the brethren. Because when you hear what others, God is doing in the life of others, the word and the testimony will challenge you. And my prayer is that the word and the testimonies you receive today will know that you are next in line for a miracle. You are next in line for the supernatural. The Bible tells us uh, that when Mary, the mother of Jesus, first, in th first thought that it was impossible to receive what she thought uh, was being told to her, it was impossible to receive a child because the word, the, 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 her own analysis, her own logical reasoning, her own understanding is that I, can't, I do not know any man. How can this be? And I know you are here also. You are asking the God the same or asking yourself the same question. How can this be? For this and that and that are not in place. But God is able to set aside all that. And what happened was the angel now told Mary 
that for with God nothing shall be impossible. She received the word. And the angel now also told Mary that Elizabeth, your cousin, that everyone has called barren is six months pregnant. When she received those two things, a word and a testimony, her faith exploded. The person that was reasoning before now said, be unto me according to your word. I want you to pray that prayer. Father, let your word be established in my life. Irrespective of what I feel, irrespective of what I know, irrespective of what is happening around me, Father, let your word be established. Be it unto me according to your word. And if we look at back to Isaiah 41, God is speaking. He says he will do it. And if he says he will do it, then we know that his word will not fail. His word will not go and return back void. His word will accomplish that which he has been sent for to do. Amen? So the word is powerful. And the word of God is forever settled. Amen? So we, 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 we want to look at certain things that I, and I'm going to look at some scriptures. Look at 2 Timothy 2 verse 15. Telling you about the importance of the word of God. It says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God. When you seek the word of God, you will be approved of God. A worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You must seek the word of God. Romans 10, 17 says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It is the word of God that you would seek. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17, it is the word of God that you would seek. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. It says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. It is the word of God that you would embrace. As you hold on to that word, that word will become flesh. As you hold on to that word, that word will come to pass. You not only receive a word, you want to believe the word, you want to declare the word, and you want to act upon the word. And I believe that we will look at some words and we would thank God today. Because we are not waiting until it comes to pass, we know that God has already done it. The Bible says, thanks, thanks be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given unto us all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Everything has been settled. You and I need to reach out unto it by faith. Whatever, God has created all things, inclusive of that which you are trusting him for. And God is just saying that you need to reach out to it by faith. And that's why the Bible says in, uh, in Hebrews 11 verse 6, For without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh unto God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You must believe that he is your healer. You must believe that he is your provider. You must believe that he is your joy. You must believe that he is your peace. Because by faith you are reaching out to what God has already given. 
When God promises, the devil cannot stop him from giving. Because the Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. The enemy tried all, but God had decided that you and I will be saved by giving his only begotten son. And he has given Jesus Christ. He has given the very best. And the devil himself knows. The Bible says you believe. Even the devil believes. And he trembles. Because he knows that he cannot stop God. But he knows that if he cannot stop God. Then he needs to see how he can stop you. From connecting to that word. As Daniel prayed and fasted. The angel appeared unto him and said, Daniel, from the very first day you set your heart to pray, God has already answered your prayer. And I believe that is a word for someone. God has already answered your prayer. But the enemy knows that he cannot stop God. So what did he do? He now sent forces to try to walk against Daniel receiving. But Daniel persisted in the place of prayer. Daniel persisted knowing that God's word would not lie. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven, it is settled in heaven forever, forever, O oh Lord, O oh Lord, thy word. I want us to pray for those, and most of it will be thanking God. I want us to just thank God for, first of all, for those trusting God for the fruit of the womb. We also want to thank God for those that are already carrying. We want to thank God for their safe delivery. We want to thank God for the power to conceive, the power to carry, and the power to bring forth at the appointed time of life irrespective of what the doctors have said irrespective of how long they have been married irrespective of how old they are we want to thank God by the special grace of God every second Sunday we will be especially praying for those trusting God for the fruit of the womb We'll be gathered here. This is what God had done in our midst. And God himself revealed that he has given us this continuous testimony. There are still those out there trusting God for the fruit of the womb. You will not be left out in Jesus' name. You might not be trusting God, but you might know someone. We are not going to give up. I heard a testimony recently of someone that has been trusting God for the past 27 years. And when God did it, it was two girls and one boy. God is able to do yours also. Uh, it might not be you. It might just be that family member that don't give up. Continue to thank God. Thank God on their behalf. Because God is no respecter of persons. If he has done it for one person, he will do it for the other. The Bible says in Psalm 127 verse 3, Behold, children are the heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. These children are from the Lord. And we want to thank him for them. 
The Bible says in Psalm 127, verse 3 to 4, it says, your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house, your children like olive plants around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. God is able to do it. I know there is always someone that knows someone that is trusting God. That person will not be put to shame. That person will not be put to fear. That person will not be naked in the name of Jesus because God is able to cover. And how does God cover? God covers with his testimony, the testimonies he gives us. The angel said to Mary, Elizabeth, that everyone has called back. We are going to thank God for the fruit of the womb. We are also going to thank God for healing. Sometimes you might not appreciate what God is doing. It is when you are in a situation where you are in a critical condition. Where everyone has given up on you. In fact, the doctors have said you have got only five months. Then you know that technology has its limits. The doctors have their limits. Your own ability to keep yourself is limited. Then only God is the one that can turn everything around. The Bible says in Jeremiah 30, 17, God says, because they have called you an outcast, I will restore health and heal every wound, said the Lord. He's the great physician. He's the one that is able to touch you where no doctor can touch you. Is the one that is able to heal what everybody has given up on. No matter what the name of the sickness is, no matter what the name of the disease is, no matter, he says he will take sickness away from our midst. He will not put upon us the diseases of Egypt. But when we know his word is forever settled, then we embrace that word and immediately begin to thank him. Because we know it will come to pass. Because whether we like it or not, that word will not return back void. If the word of God goes forth, if you do not embrace it, someone else would embrace it. Someone else will receive it. My prayer is that the word of God will not miss you and you will not miss the word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. We want to also thank God for divine health. God himself is the one that is able to keep us and he has kept us all throughout the pandemic. We are going to pray everything together. He has kept us all throughout the pandemic. It's not the face mask. It's not the vaccine. It's not how you use sanitizer. Yes, all those things are good in itself. But God is the one that has kept us. God is the one that has healed us. God is the one that has sustained us and God is the one that will continue to ensure that you will not die young. You will not die an untimely death in the name of Jesus Christ. God himself will be with you. When you wake up, you will return back home. When you go out, you will not go on a journey of no return because God will keep you. God will ensure that it is well with you. I, 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 I was at home not too long ago the doors were locked and um, I came out of the washroom and there was a little water and I felt myself sliding but God kept me 
when I, I regained my balance, I knew that God himself had declared, decided I was not going to be a candidate for any hospital. Because when I, when I look back and I saw what my head would have knocked, hit, and the tiles, I knew that God had decided, no, you are not going anywhere. Amen? I want us to rise up on our feet. We want to thank God. We are going to thank God for those trusting God for the fruit of the womb. We are trusting, uh, thanking God for those carrying. We are trusting, uh, thanking God for divine health, divine healing. Even for the students, we are going to thank God for exam success. God is able to do everything. For those trusting God for a well-paying job, we are going to thank God in advance. For business, we are thanking God in advance. For promotions, we are thanking God. Because we know that as we thank God, the Bible says we are in the will of God. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, thank, uh, in all situations, thank God for this is the will of God concerning us in Christ Jesus. As you thank God, you are establishing his will. And what is his will? You will be taken from that situation and you'll be put in your divine position. You'll be taken away from that circumstance and you'll be put where you ought to be. Wherever the enemy is rejoicing over you, the God will take you away from there. And that rejoicing will not be your portion. It is the rejoicing of the Lord that will be your portion in Jesus' name. I want us to lift up our hands unto the Lord and begin to thank him, thank him, thank him. Let us first of all start thanking God for those trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Let us thank him, let us thank him. God is on his throne. God is going to do more. He has done it over and over and over. We have that many, many, many testimonies. God is on his throne and he will do yours. He will do that of your family and loved ones. Thank him in advance. Thank him in advance. The greatest thanksgiving that you can give is when you are thanking him for what is yet to do. Because you know by that thanking, you are saying, God, I know that you will do it. I know that you are more than able to do it. I know that you will settle it. And I will come and share my testimony. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him, thank him. Thank him, thank him. Let us also begin to thank God. Because when we're talking about the fruit of the womb, let us also begin to thank God for those marriages and those trusting God for marriage partners. You are here. I know you are here. God will do yours. Yes, it is the same God that says it is not good for man to be alone. I will create for him a helpmate that is comparable unto him. The Bible says, for this purpose shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife and the two shall become one. Father, we thank you, God, even this first Sunday in the month of March. We thank you, God, because Lord, this year, 2022, you will do it, oh God. You will settle all outstanding matters, oh God, because we are embracing your word. We are receiving your word. We are believing your word. We are declaring your word, and we are going to act upon your word. Father, we thank you, oh God, even for promotions. We thank you for jobs. 
We thank you for business opportunities. We thank you, God, because you are going to elevate us. You are going to activate us. You are going to renew us. You are going to replenish us. Father, we thank you, God, because there is multiplication being released. There is fruitfulness being released. There is, oh God, replenishment released. There is, oh God, the power to subdue and have dominion being released. Thank you, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. As we round up this first service, there's something that you are trusting God for. I want you to just lift it up unto the Lord. You know, God knows. You don't have to discuss with anybody. He's the only one that matters. I just want you to lift your hands unto the Lord. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. A man had been waiting for his miracle for 38 years at a pool called Bethesda. And Jesus Christ appeared and said, what do you want? And he began to say a lot of stories. I don't have anybody when uh, my uncle, my auntie, my sister, my friend abandoned me. No, all those stories are not necessary. Jesus is the only one that is required. When you have Jesus, you have everything. You know what you are trusting him for. He knows. He's what, asking you, what do you want? What do you want? It's the same question that King Solomon was asked. What do you want? And he went to the point. This is what I want. Because you are not living here empty-handed. The God that has done it for others, he will do it for you. I want you to begin to thank God for that thing you have just said to the Lord. This is what I want. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to appreciate him. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. God loves your thanksgiving. God appreciates your thanksgiving. Father, we thank you, God. Father, I pray for your children. As they have lifted up their hands, fill their hands. Fill their cups. They are not living here empty-handed. Whether on location or on-site or online, they are not living here empty-handed. In fact, give them more than they have asked. Exceeding abundantly above. Let there be an overflow. Let there be an outpouring. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, God. Because these ones will come and share their testimony. Because you have done it. We know you have done it. And all shall see that you have done it. That all shall know that there is a God in heaven. That there is a God that is our Father. Who is the God and creator of everything. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let me be the first to congratulate you. Congratulations. God bless you. Congratulations. Congratulations. And I'll be expecting your testimony in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for Jesus.